Yeah, it, it's not before time uh, that, that the Taoiseach has, um, you know, needs to address this situation. It's been going on far, far too long. Um, th- there's a pro- time for a proper focus to be put on it now. And, um, you know, health services up and down the country have their problems. And, you know, I know there's other hospital campaigns out there fighting for improved conditions. But the situation here in the Midwest um, stands apart. And, um, we have, as you've mentioned there, the highest uh, record for the level of overcrowding in the country and not just last month or last year, but year on year on year uh, for since the emergency departments were closed in Ennis, Nina and St. John's. And each year it gets worse. And um, despite all the... Um, the um, protesting, um, the, the situation continues. And as you mentioned, we have historical levels of underfunding and that continues. And, you know, we're, we're, we're set apart in that we are the only um, hospital region in the country that only has one emergency department. So the whole population of the Midwest and just going off old census figures from 2016, we have 390,000 people dependent on one emergency department. And that stands us apart from every other hospital region in the country who have multiple emergency departments to depend on. And that ratio is not as high anywhere else, even where there's higher populations in the rest of the country. And often the example of, of Waterford Hospital is used to say, like, you know, what are they doing differently to get this right compared to the Midwest? Well, they have five emergency departments in their region. So they don't have the level of dependency per population um, that we have here in the Midwest. So, you know, we will be pressing hard today to uh, get the reopening of our A&Es. That would be the message that we will be sending to the Taoiseach. People are suffering as a result of it. People are not getting the proper levels of care that they deserve. And the people of Clare know this better than anywhere else. Uh, 11,000 people marched in Limerick on the 25th of January. Um, you know, it's it's really a damning indictment of of our representatives in the Midwest that this um, can can be allowed to continue this way. That every other region is doing better in terms of staffing levels, in terms of beds, in terms of investment, and we lag behind all other regions. And now I want to um, say that the, the councillors in Clare have set themselves apart from, from other political representatives in, in the level of um, speaking out that they have done on this issue, but our Oireachtas our members have to do an awful lot more um, and, you know, really this is, this is what they're there to do in terms of healthcare um, this government policy is failing the people of the Midwest and um, that needs to be recognised and we want to see action follow from that because there's been a lot of talk, there has been a lot of reviews and reports and investigations into what's going on here um, but we need to see actions follow from today. And as we've heard in our news bulletins, uh, Marie McMahon from your campaign wants the Taoiseach to actually listen to those who are going to the hospital, have been to the hospital and listened to their experiences of, 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 of what they have seen and, and heard and experienced well, at University Hospital Limerick. Exactly. That's a very, very important aspect of this meeting and um, that the people who have been impacted and the people who have suffered loss as a result of the policy um, that has been implemented here, that that needs to be, that side of the situation needs to be heard and understood that, that people are suffering and people are afraid to attend um, and the results we are not getting the results that, that we deserve from this. You know, there's, there's unnecessary deaths 
deaths resulting from the overcrowding in the emergency department and this situation is intolerable. It can't be allowed to continue. Um, and, you know, we need our emergency departments reopened. This is where the problem has stemmed from and this is the solution to the problem. Okay. Uh, let's bring in uh, Anne Norton. And Anne, the children who attend Clare Crusaders, can you give us a sense of how impacted they have been or are by the overcrowding crisis at University Hospital Limerick? Well, I think one of the the biggest issues now is the fact that um, a lot of parents fear the fact that if their child gets sick, that they actually have to attend um, UHL. Um, and there is, you know, a continuous waiting list. Now, when it comes to paediatrics, um, there is a different department um, set aside in the um, emergency department. But unfortunately, there is still um, a high waiting time for, um, you know, children. Um, And I think when a child has a disability, it is more difficult for them to understand uh, why they're in pain or why there's something happening. And um, it is, it's hard enough to watch for a parent without having the extra stress. Um, and I think, again, depending on the, the level of sickness going down to UHL, um, there is a lot of parents now um, worried that um, they might not get the attention that they need um, and that there would be a risk um, of something more serious happen their their child. Was that um, something you worried about with your own daughter and, and, and can, can you give us a, a sense of her experience of the, the hospital system in this region? Um, well, to be honest, Alan, we will not go to Limerick now. Um, Unfortunately, the experience for us um, has been horrific. Um, You know, over the last um, 20 years, unfortunately, it has actually got worse. Um, Like I always said, when Nicole was younger, um, you know, the experience definitely was a lot better. Whereas now, um, if and when we do have to go um, with her now to, you know, to the emergency department and the doctor says, you know, we need to get an ambulance or, and I'm like, no, I need to go to, to Galway. I cannot. Um, she's absolutely petrified um, of Limerick. Um, they, they just don't have the expertise. They just don't have um, the ability to be able to um, look at complex cases Um, and there is that fear then that she will um, be overlooked and something would go wrong Um, and unfortunately you know this has happened and I think that's why um, she does have that fear like uh, you know I know myself when we go to the GP, we had a really, really tough year with her last year. 
and she ended up in hospital numerous times and she had numerous surgeries. Um, but we were lucky that it was during the day that we ended up uh, getting her um, to the doctor and into the hospital. We ended up getting to go to Galway um, and then she would be transferred to, to Dublin. Um, but like there is such a fear um, in her and in me. My stomach drops um, when the GP says emergency department because um, I just cannot bring her to, to Limerick okay. because I do have a fear that she might not come out of it. And, that, that um, is, and that's a, extremely stark and you know you probably wouldn't be surprised to, to hear that Nolene you probably know so many stories like that of parents or patients themselves who were afraid to go there. Look we know there are long term things that can be done and hopefully will be done to improve the situation at the hospital but what short term commitments uh, are your group looking for? What what would you like to see happen in, in the short term to try and improve the situation at University Hospital Limerick? Well, first, um, and I'm sorry to hear Anne's uh, case there, and it is repeated, it is sadly repeated by many, many other um, people throughout the country. Um, it, in terms of short-term measures, look, we have had a good news announcement of uh, an ambulance a protocol change, which is actually having no effect because um, the resources are not being put in place to um, to strengthen that. So to, they, we have 12 MAU beds in Ennis uh, Hospital. Uh, three of them have been set aside for um, ambulance use. Those three beds were originally set aside for GP referrals. So we're only taken from one group to give to another. Uh, it has having absolutely no impact on the overcrowding in the emergency department. So in terms of short-term measures, there's there's uh, an awful lot of investment required um, to to bring um, to get beds into Ennis, to get staff um, um, hired, and to get um, our our services back up and running in our public hospitals. Um, I I I think that that is the the direction we have to go down. We have to extend our services to 24/7, and we start to you know get an uh, get an agreement that that we have a plan that A and E's will be reopened because we can work towards that. Um, so in the short term that is exactly what we need is an announcement that those A&Es are going to be revisited and um, you know are going to be reopened um, that, that's the only way. We're, our, our, we, our hospital region lags behind every other hospital region in the country. There's 26 uh, emergency departments throughout the country and we have one in the, in the Midwest to cater for too many of a population it's it's just not acceptable and we can't get the level of care that's required uh, in, in that situation it's not fair on the staff, it's not fair on anybody that has to attend um, and you know really that's the bottom line for us going into today's meeting yeah, and the government will say, and you know, it's a line that has been mentioned before as part of the defence, I suppose, of their approach to the situation at University Hospital Limerick that they've put a lot of money into it but What's your own view on it? Do you think, you know, that that will be what they'll say, but do you think they've shown any real commitment to improving UHL? Um, yes, they have put a lot of money and we welcome that, but unfortunately it's not um, in the right areas. Um, I think one of the things that um, he has to also um, do today is listen to staff. Um I have met 
Um, you know, obviously numerous nurses and doctors over the the last number of years that are extremely stressed out. Um, they are exhausted, um, and they, they they don't want to go to work. Um, the number of uh, nurses that are out uh, on sick leave, um, and unfortunately. Uh, they are not being replaced. Um, so I think they need to listen to the actual staff on the ground. Um, it's fine listening to the management because they they are they are saying what they want him to hear, uh, but unfortunately that's not the the real situation that's actually on the ground. Um, and uh, the, the staff do really know what's going on, and you want the staff to be honest about what's happening down there um, you know like social media has gone absolutely crazy over the, the last two days when they've realised that he's coming and they, you know the question is why isn't he doing um, uh, you know why isn't he coming without being announced he needs to come and see what's actually happening he's given them the opportunity to um, clear any get the beds into other uh, parts of the hospital Hmm. Um, and again that is not acceptable and that is what is actually happening and that's why people have fear Um, you know and in fairness they have invested in Ennis um, and there is a lot of money being invested in Ennis but they also now need to invest in Okay. And we should have um, a facility that is suitable for everybody. You talk about children. Unfortunately, the children cannot go to uh, Ennis. Uh, They have to go straight to the emergency department in Limerick. The other thing that needs to be done is that the ambulance service that is there... When it comes to emergencies, unfortunately, people in Clare have to go directly to Limerick. There is no choice when an ambulance comes to your home, unless it's a private ambulance, you have to go to Limerick. People should have the choice of where they want to attend a hospital for their own safety and for their own um, peace of mind. And that's not happening at the minute. And, that's, um, and that, that is a point that uh, lots of people have made. We're almost out of time, but I just want to ask both of you about the fact that no new acute beds will be opened in the region this year. That's according to the figures released to uh, Deputy Michael McNamara. Uh, the HSC's Acute Operations Department says none of the six hospitals in the group will receive any of the 209 acute beds scheduled to be open this year. Um, subject to staffing and completion of some capital works. Normally, what went through your head when you heard that? I, I think it's a continuation of the discrimination against the Midwest region. Um, I, I think it's totally unacceptable. And I, I don't think we can really stand for for this because it's uh, it's required. We're the most overcrowded. Uh, you know, uh, the the UL hospital is the most overcrowded hospital in the, the country. And um, 
it, it, you know, it's it's empty words to say that, um, you know, that they're going to address this situation if they're not going to put the resources in to back that statement up. Um, and that's exactly what's required in order to re- um, alleviate the overcrowding. Um, you know, I don't think any other hospital in, in the country has um, the... Um, the, the emergency protocol um, and, and internal major internal interest where it has to be shut down. Um, this this is only happening in UHL and it continuously happens. And um, you know to say that there's going to be no beds and we also there was an announcement about uh, the whole time equivalent uh, that we got the the lowest level of whole time equivalent 61 I think was um, you know as well it's just not acceptable and this is um, you know this is government policy failing us and uh, it really can't be allowed to continue it has to be addressed uh, and just, and we are pretty much out of time. If I can just get your brief thoughts on that, the fact that no new acute beds are going to be opened in the region this year. Well, I think the Department of Health need to get their heads out of the sand and realise that there is a massive problem in um, Clare Limerick and Lena, and that they need to start uh, focusing on um, the people that live in these areas. Uh, people are dying uh, because of this. Um, they are responsible for what's happening and they they need to put the resources in place. They need to put the beds, they need to put the doctors and they need to put the nurses. Um, otherwise, this problem is only going to get worse and um, more people, unfortunately, are going to lose their lives because of um, lack of resources and they just do not seem to care, um, which is very, very worrying.